Right. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Babakama, Daf Samaches, and we're starting five lines from the bottom on Samach Zayin at Mbeis, um, at the two dots. The Gemara begins at the beginning of the line, five lines from the bottom, and the Gemara says, Fascinating din. Let's say that I'm Ganev number one. Uh, I steal from Ruvain, and then you steal from me. So the Mishnah says, that the second Ganev, if you steal from me and I'm a Ganev and I stole, the halacha is that only I, the original thief, would be uh, subject to the rules of Kefel. But you who stole from me, <clears throat> you who stole from me would not be obligated to pay Kefel. And to this, Rav has a diuk, uh, and this will take up one Amud of today. Uh, it's just trying to piece together exactly what Rav is talking about. And Rav says as follows, When is it that we say that Ganev number one is Chayv and Kefel, and the Ganev who stole from Ganev number one is Pater from Kefel? That's only true Lifne Yeyush, before the Bailim actually were Miyayish. Avala Achar Yeyush, if the... Uh, if Ganev number one had the product in his hand and the Bailim back at home said, there's no way I'm getting this back and they're Miyayish. So then at that moment, Kena'o Ganev Rishon, Ganev Rishon, then the Ganev now owns the item, although of course he has to pay back in cash. The Ganev Shani Mishalim Tashlim and Kefil, Ganev Rishon. Oh, very good. So Rav, Rav teaches our Mishnah. Rav qualifies our Mishnah and says, when do we say that the second Ganav doesn't pay Kefil and the first one does? That's only before Yeush. But if while the product, the item that was stolen was in the Ganav's hands, and while it was in Ganav Rishon's hands, the Bailam were Miyayish, so now the Bailam Rishon are the owners of that item. And therefore, the second Ganav, you who stole from me, and I'm the Ganav number one, you're Ganav number two, then you would be Chayv Kefil because it's Achar Yeush. That is the Shita of Rav. And three lines from the bottom, the Gemara says, Omar Rav Sheshes, Amina, I say, Rav Sheshes says about Rav, Amina, Kinoim Vishachim Rav, Omar Lahashmaisa. It has to be that Rav was, was dozing off. We just saw this a couple of blot ago, same idea. Must be that Rav was, uh, was uh, kind of tired, woke up early. Why? Because seemingly there's a Brisa that explicitly disagrees with Rav. So let's see what that Bryce is. The Tanya. Why is it that the Torah says that if someone is Tabachu Machar, he had already stolen it, and now he advances his crime to either Tabachu Machar, either he shechts it or he sells the animal. He has to pay Dalbehe. Why is that? Because it shows that he is actually rooted in his chait. Take a look at Rashi for what this sentence means. Rashi, three lines from the bottom. He's made himself roots. He uh, has been himself in the chait uh, that he that he made an acquisition. And his actions actually matter. So you shecht my animal. Now you've acquired that animal in a maisa, and you're not a nice person. You're 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 mushrash. You're nishtarish bechet. So this is the brisa that Rav Shesha says is a kashan rav. Why? Because the Gemara says, let's analyze Rabbi Akiva. Amos, when is this Brisa true? If you want to say that what the Brisa is talking about, the Brisa of Rabbi Akiva, is that he's Nishtarish Bechet, and it's before Yeush has ever taken place, turning to the top of Samaches Aleph. Well, Mi Ika Nishtarish. What kind of Hashrasha is there in regards to your Chet? There was no Yeush. You don't own the you don't own what you stole. 
it still belongs to the Bailam. So the Bryce of Rabbi Akiva can't be talking about a case where there was no Yehush. Ella, it must be Le'achar Yehush. It must be that we're talking about after Yehush. And if you want to say that Yehush is Koneh, if you want to say that Yehush is Koneh, that's what uh, that's what Rav said. Remember what Rav said, that if Ganav number one, while he's holding the item, and the Bailam are Miyayish, he's now the owner, and then the Gonev Min HaGanav is Chayv Kefel. So if it's true that Yehush is Kani, why would it be that he should be Mishan Tashlumei Arba Chamisha? It's his, it's his own item. So the Gemara, that's a Kasha and Rav. So because now we see that it's not Kona. So Amri, the Gemara says, Kedah Amar Rava. Rava says, no, uh, actually what's going on in this price has nothing to do with Yehush at all, but rather it's Mibnei Shoshana Bechet. Rashi says we're not talking about Yehush and we're not not talking about Yehush. The Bryce of Rebbe Akiva is talking about something else, which is that you've now done multiple levels of Avera. First you did Kefel, you got you were a Ganav and you stole, and then you were either Tavach or Machar. You're stacking Averas. So Rava says forget about Yehush. You're going to be getting a slap on the wrist from the Torah because you're Shana Bechet. You've repeated your crimes and that is the reason why we are discussing this. Um, and Hachanami in our case too in the Bryce of Rabbi Akiva so Rava said it somewhere we'll see his Marimakam about this case later but therefore in our case there's really no Kasha from the Brisa of Rabbi Akiva we're on Samaches Samad Aleph about five lines down Toshma let's ask another question the Pasuk says quote Utvacho Omecharo that if uh, you the thief you shech the animal or you sell the animal Matvicha Enechoseres just like shechting that's uh, that is a jack you cannot put back in the box. Once you shecht an animal, the party's over. So af mechira, we also, when we talk about mechira in the pasuk, the tvicha and the mechira must be similar. Just like tvicha is permanent, there must also be a case scenario where the mechira is permanent. So emas, what are the, what is the what is the case scenario where a mechira is permanent? How do you know that that transaction can't just be reversed? If you want to say that it's lifne yeyush, that there's no way that uh, that, that if, if yeyush was not done, then pasha it can't be lifne yeyush. Amai enochoseres, just give the animal back. If it's before yeyush takes place, then the bialim still on the animal. Ella says the Gemara must be that in this brisa utvacha omacharo that it's laachar yeyush. Visal kadaytach kanye, and if you want to say that in fact yeyush is kone, and this is a kasha on Rav yet again, because we see that the Bryce is talking about even after Yehush, um, and that is why it doesn't work for Rav. Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Nachman, Prat Yom. No, what's happening over here by the Pasuk of Utvacho is that we're talking about someone who did a 30-day sale, basically like a rental. In a case like that, that is what we are talking about in the Brisa, but not about whether or not Yehush works. The Gemara now asks a third question. This is a longer Brisa, not complicated, but it is longer, so we just have to hold cup, but it's not hard. There are three cases in this Brisa. We're on the first of the long lines of Samaches and The Gemara says as follows. I steal an animal, and then you steal the animal from me. So Harishon, Mishalim Tashlumei Kefel, I'm obligated to pay double the cost of what I did, 2x, that's my penalty. And when you steal it from me, you have to pay me 1x. You just pay me the cost of the item. That's case number one. Here's case number two. I did two things. I didn't just steal. I stole and I sold. And then, 
And then I sold it to, uh, I, I'm Ruvain, I, I stole it. And then I sell it to Shimon and you steal it from Shimon. You steal it from the guy that I sold it to. Over here, what we see is that the first person has to pay kefel. I have to pay kefel to the person I stole from. Uh, I have to pay arba v'chamisha. And the second person has to pay kefel back to me. And here's the third case in the b'risa. So far. In the first case, he gets Karen back, yes. In the second case, he's getting kefil, but he's spending a lot more on the front end, right? He's what? He's a thief. Yeah. But you're, the, the subtext of this is when does a Kenyan actually take place? So if I do a Misa Kenyan on an item and I shecht it, so now, first of all, I, now it's my item. So the ripple effect of that is that if you then steal it from me, you're a Ghanav and you owe me kefil. So you're right. There's kind of like a... He's almost rewarded in a way, almost, and it doesn't feel good. I totally, that's my brain, Chote Niskar. It's true, but we can't help it. It's just a question of who owns what. So once he does the Shechita, now he owns it. He did a Maisa Kenyan, and therefore he owns it. It's his. So then he collects Kefa. And in the third case of the Brisa, three lines down, in the wide lines on Samaches Samad Aleph, and there are quite a few wide lines, the Gemara says, Ganav v'tavach v'uba'acher u'gnavo. So let's say I didn't sell it, I stole it, and then I shechted it. Now I have everything vacuum-packed in my freezer, Givaldic, Romanian all the way. And then somebody comes and steals everything in my freezer. Now we have to analyze all these cases because all of these cases, they don't really line up nicely. They all seem to have some steroids to the previous cases. Katani Mia we're going to focus in and drill down on the middle case of this b'risa. The Gemara says as follows, third of the way down, quarter of the way down on Samach Uganavo. I steal and sell, and you steal from the purchaser to whom I sold. We had said, that I, the Ganav who did the Mechira, I have to pay Dalar or He, and you, the one who stole from me, that once I did that act of Mechira, so now the animal really is owned by me. Really, in theory, it should be that way. Um, and I, so I should, let me say a little bit better, sorry. That in this case, where the Rishon is Mishalim Tashlume Dalabehe, I have to pay Dalabehe because I was Mocher, your animal. Be'asheni, the second guy who stole from the purchase that I sold to. So I'm kind of number one, I'm Ruvain. And I sell to Shimon. And Levi steals from Shimon. Be'asheni Mishalim Tashlume Kefel. Right. That that's one of the reasons why these three cases don't sit nicely. But here too, the same principle applies as before. If I steal and sell to a third party who wasn't a thief, he's an innocent guy. Right. He didn't do anything wrong. Right. And you steal from him, he doesn't own that thing. He doesn't, he thinks he owns it, but he does not own that thing. And if he were to go into a bez, then they'd say, I'm sorry, you were part of a ruse. You don't own that thing. Sorry that you were involved. But but someone stole from you, and therefore you get kefil, but you own it, so it's weird. So that's what the Gemara is asking right now. Amos, what is the status of this transaction? If you want to say that all of this took place before Yehush, if no Yehush had taken place and the Bailim still have ownership over it, why is there kefil with the second guy? The original owners still own the original item. 
So therefore, the Gemara says, Shinui Rishus below Yeush, when you have a change of um, of ownership, so I give it to you, and that's done below Yeush, nobody says that that's a transaction. So the innocent guy who's currently holding the animal, no one should pay him kefel. He doesn't own it. The, the original guy owns it. Why is he paying kefel? Ella, it must be pshita that it's la'achar Yeush. It must be that Yeush had already taken place. And if you want to say that Yeush does cause for the ability for the Ganav to be Kona the item, okay, if that's true, then Amai Mishalim Tashlumay Dalad Behei, Monavshach, right? The Reish and the Seifa of this second case don't fit. After all, Didehu Dezavin, he sold his own item. What does that mean? He's paying, if I'm Mocher, an item that I own, if I'm Mocher, an item that I own, so what's the Shiloh? Then why am I paying Dalad Behei to that guy? He was Miyayish already. So the Gemara says, Vesu, and furthermore, the Katani Resha, the case in the Resha, also doesn't work well with this discussion. I steal, and then you steal from me. We had said in the Resha of the Brisa, on the first of the long lines, that Rishon Mashalim Tashlumi Kefil Vashene and Mashalim Elakaran, that I owe Kefil because I'm a Ganav. You stole from me, you're a Ganav too, you're an idiot, you're a jerk actually, but but you're not Chayav Kefil because uh, because uh, I was Chayav Kefil. Michti, let's analyze. We already established that this case was la'achar yeyush. And if you want to say that yeyush is kona, same question as before, why is this guy only paying karen? If I, as of number one, am dealing with the case of la'achar yeyush, then I now own this animal. And if I own this animal, why are you paying karen? You stole from me and I own it. So this whole Mishnah is Marafsa Negra. The whole Mishnah is really very, very difficult. It sounds simple on its face, but it's actually not. And the Gemara responds halfway down with a, just a very short line. It must be this, Elolav. Shmami no, that Yeush is lokani v'kash elorav. One way or the other, whichever part of the Mishnah, we're not done analyzing this Brisa, whichever part of the Brisa uh, we're analyzing, the problem is that it seems that according to Rab, that this Brisa doesn't work because it seems that Yeush is not Kona. Omar Rava, Rava says v'tizbira, is your answer logical to assume that Yeush is lokani? Ha mitaretztahi? You think that this brisa is all worked out and all perfect and all smooth? This brisa is difficult. They don't. They, the three pieces don't fit together. Eladikatani seifa. What about the end of the brisa? What does the end of the brisa say? The end of the brisa said, "Ganav v'tabach." If I steal an animal and shecht it, ugnavo, and you come over and take my uh, my packaged Romanian from the cow I just shechted that I stole from another guy, we said, "I who stole and shechted, I have to pay four or five, and the guy who stole from me doesn't have to pay anything more than karen." Ask the Gemara, "Mi ikalaman Could there be a case scenario where I don't make ownership by by shechting an animal? Meaning, why doesn't the second guy have to pay me pay me serious money when he steals from me? The shechita that I did made the animal mine. So why does the Mishnah say that the second guy who stole, the second Ganav, why do we say that he only pays Karen? So the Gemara provides two answers to this. Really, the whole Brisa starting on the first of the long lines is all talking about before Yeush. And we need to change the psak of the middle case with the psak of the seifa. How would the brisa then look? Let's look at the mitziyasa and the seifa according to this adjusted version. The emahachi, we're exactly halfway down, almost exactly halfway down. And the Gemara says, here's how the second and third cases of the brisa would read. 
If I steal and sell, and then you steal from the person I sold to, the reason why this is the case is because it's Shinui Rishus, granted, you took it out of that guy's hands, but your Shinui Rishus, Mr. Mr. Second Ganev, was irrelevant because Shinui Rishus without Yehush doesn't work. Therefore, you... It's just the, the item's just not yours. You know, you have no rights to it at all. Not you're just a pure Ghana, but there was no Yeush, so you can't pay Kefal in such a case because you stole it from me, but I don't even own it right now. The original guy owns it, so the second Ghana is going to be Pater. And that was the Mitsyasa case. What about the Seifa? The Gemara says, If I steal an animal and shecht it, and then you come take the meat, the first guy pays down, that's different. This adjustment makes a little bit more sense. It also, parenthetically, removes the question against Rav. Now all the cases make sense because Yehush is in fact factored in. That's answer number one as to how this Bryce is not a problem for Rav. Now let's learn Rav Papa. Rav Papa, two-thirds of the way down, says, yeah, in the beginning of the line, about 15, 18 lines from the bottom of the page, Rav Papa, don't correct the Brysa. The Brysa is fine as it is. Seifa Beishamahi. The last case is the Shita Beishamai. The Amre, they hold Shinui Bimakoma Omedas. Shinuyim don't create for Kinyanim. It's a bit of a unique Shita, and that's why we don't ever paskin like him. This is just not normal. But he says that Shinuyim don't create a Kinyan. Yahi says the Gemara, if that's true, Kasha Resha Mitsyasa the Rav, then we still have a problem with the Resha and with the Mitsyasa of Rav, according to Rav Papa, because we had said that those cases only make sense after Yeush. Not, not answer one like we saw above, the answer that we saw five lines ago. According to Rav Papa, where we don't change things around, the Resha and the Mitsyasa don't work according to Rav. They should be a Kasha on him because those cases were determined at Lachar Yeush. And Rav's whole Memra that started this Gemara said the opposite. Amar of Zvid, don't worry. Really, what we're dealing with is everything in the Brisa, the Brisa that starts on the first of the long lines, is all prior to Yehush. The Gemara says we're making a new kimta about when the Bailim were Meyayish. According to this Gemara, the Yehush of the Bailim only took place when in the possession of the Lokeach. Let's remember the case. I ganived and I sold to you. While it's in your property, they were miyayish. So then, um, that well, let's see how this plays out. And velonis yashu beganev to have a There was no yeush when it was in the in the place of the ganav. Below tema, skipping the parentheses, mishum deboin and yeush v'shinui rishus. Don't say that the reason why. Um, the reason why it didn't work is because we need both Yeush and Shinri Rishus. It would have worked with Yeush also. The only Ukimta that we could come up with, that Rivzvid could figure out in regards to this sugya of having both the Gan of Rishon and the Gan of Shani paying, is if the Yeush of the Bailam took place after the Ganav Risho no longer had the item in his possession. That way, what he did, he was a regular Ganav and he owed money as Kefel. And now the Yeush took place, now they've actually stolen. And now they have to pay back also to the original Bailam. So they have to pay back, excuse me, to, to Ganav Risho. Fine. All of this is Sugya number one. Rav stands the test of the Gemara. And if we just look back at the beginning, uh, you know, like if we were a Shulchan Aruch, we would just write one line. We would look back at our Gemara and take the first three lines of the Gemara and cut out all the rest because we were just testing Rav to see if he fit within the Mari Makomos. 
he does fit within the Mara Mekomos. And therefore, our summary for the first half of today is when you look back at the Gemara where we started five lines from the bottom, the Mishnah had said that Gonev Achar Aganev, he has to pay Kefel. And Rav says that's only true before Yeush. But Achar Yeush, then the first guy owns it and the second guy has to pay Kefel. So Yeush is the line in the sand. Mm. All right, that brings us to another sugya, three-fourths of the way down, very much connected to this sugya. Itmar, we have a statement, a in Amoraim. Let's say that I steal and sell your item before your miyayish. So what's the din? Rav Nachman Amar Chayev. Rav Nachman says I'm obligated to pay for that. My dalad behei. And Rav Sheshes Amar Pater. Rav Nachman Amar Chayev u'micharo Amar Rachman of Azavin. All the Torah says is that if you sold it, and guess what you did? You sold it. It doesn't matter if it was before Yeush or after Yeush. Rav Sheshes Amar Pater. Rav Sheshes says that your Pater chiyuve la'achar Yeush because uh, the chiyuv only takes place after Yeush when you actually own it. Da'ahanu Maisev, when your actions matter. Abalifne Yeush to lo'ahanu Maisev, but before Yeush, where your actions don't matter, lo mechayev, in such a case, your actions are zero. Dumya detvicha bo'inon da'ahanu Maisev. We need your Maisev to actually matter like it would matter with Shechita. And in this case, it before because it's all before Yeush, it doesn't matter. Amar Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes said, "I want to give you a little bit more of an explana- explanation of my shita." So let's uh, let's remind ourselves. Rav Sheshes was of the opinion, as we saw a few lines ago, that if a person's mocher lifna Yeush, if I steal and sell before you, the owner, are meyayish your pater. Amar Rav Sheshes, seven lines from the bottom of the page, minu aminola. How do I know this to be true? Detanya, we have a brisa. Amar Rav Yakiva, mitnei ma amra Torah tavachu machar meshalim dal behei mitnei nishtarish bechait. We saw this Gemara already, and Rav Sheshis is trying to prove his shita that your pater of your mocher lifna yeush. We had said that why is it that a person is obligated to pay dalad uh, behei if they're tabachu machar? Because they're nishtarish bechet, they have bad habits and they're doing things that they should not be doing. Amos, when was this true? If in fact the bailam were not yet miyayish, so then uh, you don't own anything yet, right? You're a Ghana, but you don't own anything yet. So if that's the case, then why would you say that your pater? Um, you're not even rooted yet. It must be that the case of Rabbi Akiva must be Achar Yeush. So Amar Rabba, really what's going on over here? Says the Gemara, you actually repeated your Averas because you did first Geneva and then you did Tavach or Machar, which means you're really entrenched in Avera. So because that's true, uh, no, kasha from, uh, no Kasha from the Gemara and Rav Shesha says Shita stands. Toshma, let's now ask a question against the shita of Rav Nachman. Let's remember that Rav Nachman held that you're chayev. If I sell your item before Yeush takes place, I'm chayev kefel. I'm actually chayev arba v'chamisha. So Toshma, it says with v'chomocharo, the Pasuk says that if a man shechts or if a man sells your stolen item, we already gave this example above that when we say that the mechira and the tvicha have to be the same and just like the tvicha is irreversible, then the Mechira also has to be irreversible. But Amos, what's the case of this Brysa? If in fact it's before Yeush takes place, why can't it be given back? At the end of the day, no Yeush has taken place. The Bailam still own it. I'm the Ghana. Just go give it back. And Shalom Yisrael, just leave it alone. Ella, it must be that this Brysa is la'achar Yeush, la'achar There we see that there is a Chiyuv la'achar Yeush, and this is a Kasha Torah Nachman. <laughs> because the case of Rav Nachman was Hamocher Lifne Yeish. And here we see that it's only a Mocher, it's only a Chiyub Laachar Yeish. Kasha and Rav Nachman, the Gemara says, Tir Gemara Rav Nachman, 
I was talking about a case where I sold something only for 30 days. Again, a rental of some kind. The Af Rebbe Lazar Savar against Rav Nachman, Rebbe Lazar holds, The Chiyuv is only after Yehush kicks in. That is when, if I sold it after Yehush takes place, that's when I'm Chayv Dalad Behei, but not before. The Amr Rebbe Lazar, turning to the top of Samaches in the base. The Gemara says, Teda, you should know, all in the name of Rebbe Lazar, trying to prove his Shita, that after Yehush takes place, that's when, if I sell it, I'm going to be Chayv. Shastam Geneva Yehush Bailamu. He makes him a sweeping assumption that when something gets stolen, there's a general assumption, stam, that there is yeish b'aylam. The Torah doesn't say only if there's yeish. The Torah just says, that you're chayim. The Dilma lo ayayish says the Gemara, yeah, but maybe he wasn't miyayish. Maybe it was an heirloom. Maybe it was an expensive piece of jewelry. So if that's true, you're going to look high and low for it. You'll put up Hashavah Saveda signs. You'll um, you'll work hard. Mehecha tasty that you're not meyayish. Says the Gemara, maybe the guy wasn't meyayish. Elulav, it must be mishum de'amrin and stam geneva yeyush ba'ilamu. It must be that because the Torah doesn't distinguish between yeyush and not yeyush, it must therefore be that stam geneva really is yeyush ba'ilam. The Gemara says, the Gemara says, v'dilma, uh, maybe what the Gemara means to say is that no, you're chayiv even though you weren't miyayish. Um, Amri, the Gemara says lo You should not make such an assertion. Dumya uh, It should be that it's dumya detvicha. It should be similar to shchita. We're only talking about a case where your actions are actually meaningful. The Gemara says, But there's nothing meaningful before Yeish. You can always give the item back. Says the Gemara, perhaps Maybe I heard a rumor that the guy was Meyayish. Maybe that's what the Brisa means. Amri, they said, You should make no such assertions. All of this happens immediately. And this is basically a long way to say that Rebbe Lazar is of the opinion that Yeish aft Yeish uh, that when Mechira takes place after Yeish, that's when you're Chayev Dalad Behei, but not before. Amr Rav Yochanan, Geneva Benefesh Tochiach. He says if a person uh, kidnaps someone, that is Tochiach, She'ein Yeish, but nobody ever gives up when there are hostages. Nobody does that. She'ein Yeish Ba'ilim V'chayev. And there we see that there is a Chayev. So the Gemara kind of leaves this question open over here. We don't really dig into it much more, but we do make a diuk on the Shita of Rav Yochanan. Ichlal, the Gemara says, we're about a quarter of the way down. We'll be going up to the two dots on the top of Samach Tes, Amud Aleph, three lines down. That's where we're going to stop tonight. And it says the Gemara, Michlal, what can we infer from this Shita of Rav Yochanan? The sub Rav Yochanan, Lifne Yehush Chayev. He said that after Yehush, the, the, by, uh, the, uh, he says, She'ein Yehush Ba'ilam V'chayev, that Lifne Yehush, you're going to have a Chiyuv already. But La'achar Yehush Ma'i. So what would happen after Yehush? Let's say that's when you were to do the Mechira, Rav Yochanan Amar Chayv, Reish Lakish Amar Pater. So we're seeing a very similar Machlokas again, like we saw on the bottom of the previous page between uh, the various Samurayim over there. Here we seem to have a very similar one between Rav Yochanan and Reish Lakish. Rav Yochanan Amar Chayv, Chiyuve, Bein Lifnei Yehush, Bein Laachar Yehush. Yehush doesn't matter. Your Chayv to pay Dalad Behe. That was similar to what the Pasuk said, Tabachu Machar, with no distinctions. Resh Lakish Amar Patra Chiyuve Lifnei Yehushu, Abal Achar Yehush Kano V'Shelo Tavech V'Shelo Mocher. Resh Lakish says there is a line in the sand, and the line in the sand is Yehush. Prior to that, you can always give it back. After that, then you're going to be Chayim. So Yisver of Yochan and the Resh Lakish, Rav Yochan says, I don't understand your Shita, Resh Lakish. How can you say that Yehush is the line in the sand? Halfway down on Samaches and Bez, the Gemara says, Gano V'Hikdish V'Achar Kach Tavach, that if I steal your item, and then I'm Makdashit, 
and then afterwards I shecht it. I only have to pay kefel. Let's look back at the case to get it clear. First ganav, then hikdish, then tovach. Ganav, and then I'm makdish it. And once I'm makdish it, then it's not mine anymore. Tektish. And then I'm tovach. I was not toveach, my animal. I was toveach hektish's animal. But that's not shorei ehu, that's shor shal hektish. So we have a preclusion that we learned earlier in this Masechda, that if you are, what? It's a separate child, but it's not kefil. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'd have to look at that uh, through the... I'm sure the Rishonim would make comments like that, but I didn't see that. But here we're just talking about the Geneva, which was prior to being Makdish. And then separately, after the, and then you, after the Hektish, you did the, the Tvicha. So says the Gemara, Amos, what's, what's the case of this? I've gone of the Hektish v'achar kach tovach. If the Bailim, if the Bailim have not been Miyayish, you can't be Makdish, my animal. If you steal my animal and I'm not Miyayish, you have no right to be Makdish, my animal. That's not even an option. Elamai, it must be. Uh, it must be the other way. So why can't it be that it's uh, Kadosh? Because Ish Kiyakdish has Beso Kodesh, Amar Achmana, Ma Beso Shalof Kol Shalof. The only people who can be Makdish, your items, are you. And if a Ganev is going to uh, take the uh, take an animal that's yours, he steals it, and then he's like, by the way, I want to make a donation to the Beso Mikdash. It, it has a different family name on the on the ear piercing and like on that little loopy thing that they wear, their earrings. It says Kereshan. It doesn't say Gertz. Well, you're a thief. So that doesn't work. It must be the Disbrai. It says La'achar Yeush. The Taima and the reason why we say that the Kefel doesn't apply is the Hiktish who de'enu mashat and v'chamisha. The Chikatavach, the Hektish Katavach. I understand the Geneva wire chayv Kefel that was before the Hektish. And I also understand that if you did Shechita after Hektish, if there's Yeush, if there's Yeush, that when you're going to be then then you're going to be putter because because it belongs to the base of Mikdash and the Torah said I understand if there were not to have been any shechita uh, any any hektish and I was gonna have and then tavach and then tavach misham that's the brisa that's how we understand the brisa now for the question against Reish Lakish if you Reish Lakish want to say that the line in the sand is going to be Yeush, well then I'm my mishalim. Why would he pay? It's mine now. So why would I have to pay Arba V'chamisha? Kashyam Reish Lakish. Amar Lei Reish Lakish would respond, You got the case wrong. Rav Yochanan looks back at Reish Lakish and says, I know you're smart, I have no doubt, but you've made an error. The Brisa reads, Gonav Hikdish V'achar Kach Tavach. Very good. So I'm the Ganev, and then the Bailim, knowing that their item was stolen, but still theirs, they were not Miyayish, they were Makdish the animal. That's what Reish Lakish says. Uh, Reish Lakish says, Yochanan, you've got the case wrong. The Gemara says, Umi Kadosh, does that work? Let's say you stole my animal. Can I be Makdish my animal while it's in your possession as a thief? Rav Yochanan is not having it. Vamar Rav Yochanan, 10 lines from the bottom. Gazal, Belonis Yashu HaBailim, that animal is not hectishable from either side. You don't own my animal. You're not allowed to be makdish the animal. And I, who own the animal, but since it's not in my possession, because you're a thief and you're annoying and you stole my cow, I can't be makdish animal. It's, uh, this animal at all. It's not eligible for hectish. 
So Rav Yochanan pushes back hard on Rish Lakish. You wanted to reinterpret the Brisa and say that when it said Hektish, it wasn't talking about the Ghana being Maktish, it was talking about the Bailam. That, that's not possible. That's not possible. There's no way that this animal could have been Muktash by uh, by anyone in the Ghana's hands. The Ghana doesn't own it and the Bailam don't have it in their issues. What? Is there some level where the Ghana was almost like a stronger than that? And if that's the case, then it's not Shmira. It's not Shmira? I don't think so. I mean, you're you're asking a question that connects back to to previous sugyas. Or do we measure the cost of the animal, um, or Let's say that I keyed your car, right? So Bezdin's going to say to me, Phil, you had some element of Shmira. I don't know if it's the right word, right? But you had, you had, even if you're a Ghanav, let's just say it this way. You have to pay for whatever you do, right? So my car is worth $10,000. You owe me, me 20000 because of KFL. You also scratched it? All right, you owe me 20500 But is it Shmira? I don't know. <laughs> there is a sheet in the Gemara somewhere that you have to accept Shmira upon yourself. Agana doesn't do that. He doesn't like, he's not so halachic. He's not like saying he's a Ghana, right? Yeah. So I think over here, this is like a twilight zone of Shmira, which exists. I asked this Shaila to the Choshen Mishpah Kolal 10 years ago. I've shared this here before. If you ask someone to take a picture with your phone and they drop it, are they a Shomer or are they not a Shomer? I'm not a Shomer Sachar. So Rabbi Kohn and the rest of the members of the Chosh Mishpah Kol said there's no Shmir. They're not Shomer. They never accepted Shmir upon themselves. It was a simple transaction of take my camera. I trust you enough not to drop it. That's basically what's happening without the words, right? I trust you enough not to drop it. Um, and they're 100% putter for damages. They're not even Shomer. They have no Chiv to pay. But one of the posts came there, I think he quoted the Sefer Pischei Chosh and said, the lift the Mishra Sadin, the person who dropped it should, should pay for the phone. But Ladina, what? He is off the hook. Halachically, he's off the hook. But Midas Chasidus, I think the language was something like that. Some kind of like way above and beyond kind of language. Okay, so says the Gemara, Kasha back on, on Reish Lakish. How can you say that you're going to retouch the Brisa to say that the Hektish was being done by the Bailam? That doesn't work. Amri, the Gemara says, well, there is a Shita that it does work. Huda um, Amar Kitznuin. Ditznan, we have a Mishnah. This Mishnah can be found in Maseches Maiser Sheni. This is a harder Mishnah, which we're not going to really learn now. We're going to learn it on the surface because Marav is beckoning us. Hatznuin Manichen Esamos Kolan Nilkad. Again, I'm not going to go into detail here, but just like by Meiser Shani, you're allowed to say that that coin over there can accept the Kedusha for other items that are not present, just like you can be Maktish things from a distance. The same thing is true over here. So why can't Rish Lakish says, I have a Mari Makam, I have the Tznuin from the Mishnah Maseches Meiser Shani to say that, and therefore I can learn the Mishnah that way, where I'm being Maktish, where I, the Bailam, are being Maktish while my animal's in the hands of the Bailam, just like what happened in Maseches Meiser Shani. The Gemara says, wait one second. The Gemara says that we should only then have, um, what does it say? Oh. The Gemara says that we're basically in a case like this, we're basically just giving the animal back to the Bailin. 
So therefore, the Gemara says, bedin. We're dealing with a case where a psak already took place. You're right that before a hamad bedin, you can give the animal back. Hey, dummy, says the Gemara, what's the case? Amre, if Bezdin told the guy, the the the, the person who is who has taken the item, say, Tainlo, I've caught you. You are fully obligated by Bezdin to give back this animal. My ear, you hiktish. Who cares about hektish? That in a case like that, if a Bezdin says, say Tainlo, if Bezdin says to a Ganav, you must give back this item. And after that moment, he does Tabachu Machar, then he's Pater in that case. Because my time, okay, went to Pascual, the Milsa with Tabachu Machar. Once Bezdin says that, say Tainlo, and after that moment, he's Tabachu Machar, he's now a Gazlan because he's brazen. Fascinating. And turning to the top of Samach Tessamar Aleph as we come to a, to a close, but what if the language of Bezdin was weaker? Not go give them money, but I'm just telling you, they wrote down uh, on, in the ledger that Karish is obligated to pay so-and-so 300. doesn't say write a check right now. I'm, I'll send you a bill. Uh, it's a lower level of obligation. There, after that, if after that sentence of Chayav Ataliteno, then Tavachu Machar, then Mishalim Tashlemer Babachamisha, my time, because Kevan de Lo Paskamilsa, since there wasn't the explicit language of Tseitenlo, but rather only the lighter language of Chayav, then Akati Ganav, who is still in the category of Ganav, and therefore he should be obligated to pay Dalad Behe in such a case. Says the Gemara, Lo Tricha, what's going on in this case? To Amar Le, Chayav Ataliteno. A little bit of a different Gemara. And that was a case where he was makdish the animal and was therefore putter. If he's chayabatalitelo and then makdish, so that was not right and he would be putter. We're going to stop right here at the two dots. I have no idea what will be happening tomorrow other than at some point, please God, during the day I will record a shear. I hope it will be in the morning hours in an Uber somewhere in New York. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah.